Ah, hello, this is uh, Hiya Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Sylvania. Um, really glad you guys have been following me so much for, uh, or you guys have been following me for such a long time. Uh, this, this episode, I'll be talking to my friend Brandon again, and uh, we'll be going over uh, political compass the entire time. Uh, some of it we'll be, we'll be talking about D&D, but majority of it is just polit- politics, and it helps me realize I am not, like, how much I don't like political policies, so enjoy the emotional dread I'm going to go through in this podcast. Yeah, it dropped for some reason. See, I'm telling you, it's Anchor, it's not us. Should we start over then for the podcast sync, or can you mix all that together? No, I can I can combine them together. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll start off where we left off. Uh, Should the U.S. withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement? See, now here's the thing. I had a hard time with this one because I don't know what the Paris Climate Agreement is. So you can hit learn more. In June no. 2017, President Trump announced that the U.S. would withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord in an effort to boost the nation's industry and energy independence. Mr. Trump argued that the climate accord is unfair to the U.S. since the agreement imposed easier restrictions on China and India, who lead the world in carbon emissions. Opponents of the climate agreement argue that it unfairly penalizes U.S. energy companies and consumers by imposing restrictions on domestic energy production. Proponents of the climate accord argue that existing it or exiting it sets back decades of diplomatic efforts by the U.S. government to reduce worldwide carbon emissions. So if the U.S. Go ahead. So if the climate accord, then yeah, let's get rid of this thing. If it's not doing its job, then why are we bothering with it still? Like hopes and dreams are nothing if there's no action, right? Um, so most people seem to be against repealing it, but the stats say that people are, people don't want to want, want it to be withdrawn. 61% say, I don't want this to be withdrawn. Yeah. 39 say, yeah, withdraw. So there's, there's two sides of this. Like, I, I think I understand where Trump is coming from of, we're doing the most, most of the heavy lifting by paying the most and putting the most effort into this. And other people are just skirting on their coattails with it. Like, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do this, but they're not following through and they're not meeting the degree. So he's trying to pressure other countries into doing, into following their agreements to be more green. Right. So what if instead of canceling the agreement, we remake it or change it or say, here's the one we'll agree to. And then add in, like, you guys actually have to do this stuff. Like, I don't know. I, this one's, this one I don't care as much about because it just, as long as everyone's agreeing to do this, like, is this really going to make changes? Like, countries agreed to it. Like, countries agree and disagree all the time. Like, you can't really prove they're doing what they say they're doing. Like, so for me on this one, I really, like, I really don't care. <laughs> disposable products such as plastic cups, plates, and cutlery that contain less than 50% of biodegradable material be banned? No. Why should they be banned? Why should, why do I say no? Because it's, I don't know. <laughs> no, increase consumer incentives to recycle these products instead. Isn't that what we're doing already? But an in, increase no, well, the left, the left wants to ban everything. They want because I mean, if you the during the DNC, I think it was, or it was maybe it was a video for some. That's what we're doing right uh, now. We're we're increasing tax incentives for companies that make. Oh wait, so oh, we don't do so. The candidate Harris said that if you pronounce her name wrong, it's racist. So I'm going by what her choice of president said. He called her Kamala. So if he called her Kamala and he's not racist, that's why she's going with him. Then I'm going to call her Kamala because that's what isn't the racist way to say it. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a thing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Kamala Harris uh, is saying that Trump is racist because he was saying her name wrong. And then Joe Biden during the DNC called her Kamala Harris. 
he said it he said it wrong so i'm like wait so are you saying either a joe biden's racist or b camel is the correct way to say it <laughs> um Should anyways my <laughs> have the right to vote my point was she was like someone asked her if they should ban uh plastic straws and she was like well i hate using paper straws but yes but paper straws fall apart, so let's do something better than that. But yes, ban them. But I don't know how to fix it. So, but but just ban them. That's kind of what her point painting was. So it's like it sounds like you don't think they should ban them, but you're saying yes because that will be what you think your people want to hear. So there are people on the left that I think are much more for banning plastic because if there's less plastic, there's less waste that goes into the ocean, and th that's true. That's bad. They're right about that. That's it's not good. <clears throat> My whole thing with politics is people think that they have the right to judge. And, but like, or so I think though, like we have to, we have to create a system for judgment, but at the same time, we're not qualified at all. No, I disagree with you on that. I think we are qualified to judge. I think, especially as, like, when someone says, who are you? I'm like, I'm a human being with opinions, thoughts, um, education. I've done life. Like, my opinion matters. I have things that I agree with and disagree with. I'm supposed to make judgments. I make judgments every day. I make judgments about whether or not God is real. I make judgments about what school to go to, what job to have. Does that make like, you qualified, though? Sure, decisions. I'm qualified. I, I may not be as qualified as someone who is. My thing is, we're not perfectly but... qualified. We're not perfectly qualified. We are just qualifying ourselves. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's true to a degree. And other people will qualify us based on the level of knowledge and wisdom and experience that we have. But it, it's hard. Like, you, what I think what you're getting at is, it's hard for us to judge. Whether or not we should do plates, cups, and cutlery because we're not experts in whether um, if that will actually make a change or an effect. We're not climate experts, you know. Like, and I agree with you on that. That's that's where this is hard because it's like. Well, that's in, why I don't like politics. Yeah, in politics, it's like law. We want the world to change, and and laws must be the way to make that happen because yeah, that's what politics are. It's all about laws, right? Like making new laws or taking away laws. What should be legal? What should be not? How should we punish? How should we not punish? And everything that I've learned about raising my own kids is the more the more you're about consequences and punishing and laws and restrictions, the more they tend to rebel against it. When you're about them making their own decisions and having natural consequences, the more they're willing to actually learn and listen because they're doing it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to, to really honestly say one side is right or the other, because honestly what we're doing is we're saying laws can fix everything. So if we just make the right laws, everything will get better. And that's like, in a sense, that's utopianism. And personally, as a Christian, that's false. Like that'll never happen. There's no such thing as utopia on earth because we have sin. Sin will always prevent us from having a utopia until Jesus comes back, <laughs> you know? So it's like we can't rely on politics to change the world. We have to rely on God and our relationship with him and understand that we're not going to change the world. We might make life better for certain people, but we're not going to change the whole world. The whole world's going to live in sin. It's always going to be that way. And so it's always going to be crap. There's always going to be bad stuff. And I was trying to say this to, to Josh the other day because me and him were getting in a conversation, but it ended up getting cut off. Um, I didn't really get to finish what I was saying, but he was we were talking about um, – he, he, he wants to be an activist, right? He wants to change the world. He, he's like, there's got to be a, something we can do to make this better. And I was trying to say to him, like, there really isn't anything you can do to make the world better. Like, you're one person. You don't have a large sphere of influence. You – have I have maybe an influence of like 12 people, <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> if that even, you know, the, the people that I influence maybe might be a, a minor influence. I can post stuff on Facebook. A few people will read it. Maybe I'll teach them something, maybe change their mind about something. But my influence is small. And 
his point is like, oh, we all as a collective must come together to make this big change. And we all have to be talking about these things and doing it. And there's truth to that. Um, but my, my point that I was trying to get to is it's too ideal. It's too like a person. That's he's, he, I feel like he's, I feel like Josh lives in a perfect world. If that's the case. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. No, I, I don't even think that. Jo- I think Josh sees problems and wants them to change. And that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good way to be. That I, I think it's not a problem to want to see things get better. And I really think Josh is genuine about that. And that's a good thing. And when I when I first went to the Honor Academy, I had that same mindset of like, we're gonna change the world, use it for life, you know, you can do anything. And I was I was like wanting to be this huge leader and all these things. But the, the truth is is you may get to that point where you have a large following where you're president of the United States and millions of people are li- listening to you and looking up to you. Um, or hate you, the opposite. But or right both. now, Most likely both. your sphere of influence is the people that are around you. And the best, biggest thing to focus on is the people that you actually have a sphere of influence on. So in Josh's case, making sure that he's not doing the things that he disagrees with and making sure that what he's saying is consistent and accurate um, and he's treating the people around him that way and being available for people who are become open to talk to them and change them. And you, you affect those few people. And that's how we change things. We don't change things through uh, trying to do the whole major picture because it's a sin-ridden world and we're never going to succeed in that. But you can fix someone's life. You can help somebody else. You can be there for somebody and be that shoulder for somebody. You can teach someone something, you know, like in a, in a smaller bubble. So if you focus on the small bubble of, of influence that you have, the world starts to look much brighter because if you focus on the, the world, and this is what was happening to me when I was really into politics, I was looking at the world as a whole and it got really depressing. But then when I came back down and focused on where I actually have a sphere of influence, my wife, my kids, you, Josh, Isaac, Randy, you know, like you're the people that when I look at my relationship with you guys, I'm much more excited about it. The world seems less dangerous and sad because my kids are growing up. Well, they've got a lot of cool stuff. They've, you know, they're loved, they're happy, they're enjoying life, there's ed- being educated, like there's cool things that I can focus on. The world seems less dangerous and I can focus on those as this is my sphere of influence. I'm going to put forward kids who aren't racist, who aren't uh, jerks to people who love Jesus, who have a good understanding of the world and how it works. Like that's that's my sphere of influence, you know. So that, that's what I was trying to say. And so politics are hard because it's this – big picture and everyone's trying to vote into this big picture but we can't really i I just don't know that most of the stuff is really going to have any effect on much of anything (laughs) but yeah we truck on and we vote and we figure out what we can anyways sorry that was a little bit of a sidetrack on this one i i still think though that like when you recognize problems and you can't do anything about it we shouldn't be carrying the burden on ourselves and and try to like you know create change that we don't have control of yeah that's, that's good so for anyways to answer this one the should dispose Dude, of the product going through the test bro i'm on i'm on immigration issues right now okay oh i thought we were going to be talking about the questions yeah we were but you just went on a giant rant on <laughs> <laughs> sorry all that rant was to say my answer to the disposable products. The second no. question to the second increase question. Consumer. <laughs> <laughs> increase consumer incentives to recycle and not make laws because we can't change everything. We can only change our sphere of influence. And so we should have incentives amongst individuals. And I could care less about that one. So I put it live. Oh my gosh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I promise from here on out, they'll be shorter. Okay. So should convicted criminal? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to see what happens when you when we have, go to a go to an issue that you really care about. You know, like, you don't care about this issue. You know, I you know from now on, I'll get your responses to this because I already answered these questions. So, Brandon, what do you think? Should cr- convicted criminals have the right to vote? Are you on the third one? Should convict yeah. criminals? Yeah. What did you answer for that one, dude? I have a hard. I had a really hard time answering this one. Yeah, I. Because on one hand, go ahead. What are you saying? On one hand, no, what? no, I start. I started answering, and then I realized <laughs> I just said I was gonna let you answer, and then I started answering. Um, for me, this uh, this issue isn't very important to me, so my answer is just like, 
I, I, this is just really hard. I want to say yes. Um, every citizen deserves the right to vote. It's just because it's like a constitutional right, even though like yeah. they're convicted criminals and they've murdered. Um, they're still part of this society that we live in. And are they, con- but the, here, here's the question. Are they considered citizens once they've become convicted criminals? I mean, technically, yeah. I, okay. So this is one of the hard for me too. Cause I'm like, I'm with you. I'm like, they're still citizens. They still, have, I mean, if I went to jail because I stole a comic book and, or I stole like a couple hundred bucks from Walmart or something, I guess you have to be a felony. It has to be like a thousand dollars. So I say I ran into Walmart and stole a couple TVs and all of a sudden my opinions on how our country should run don't count anymore. Like I acknowledge my mistake. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. But then again, I also don't want like people who are criminally insane who think that like like pedophilia is a good thing and should be legal should be voting <laughs> are they so, are they going to vote in the first place for yeah but here's the here's the thing though are they if it's an unpopular view is their vote going to matter like if they if they're voting exactly. for things that the rest of the population aren't going to want like we should make all crime legal i should be allowed to murder anyone yeah i don't think the rest of the world's going to be okay with that and if a couple criminals voted for something like that but honestly it i've worked in an environment with with people who've done a lot of illegal things and stuff like that and they're still like yeah this should totally be illegal i just don't want to get caught doing it <laughs> you know like i don't think this should be legal i it's wrong i don't care i'll do it anyway but they, they like they wouldn't vote for something like that like so i don't know I, honestly if criminals got the right to vote i wouldn't care less all right. Do you support mandatory minimum prison sentences for people charged with drug possession? Minimum, mandatory minimum prison sentences for people charged with, with drug possession. I do not support this. Also, let me learn more from you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what this is trying to say. Learn more. Are, okay, so man, minimum are minimum prison terms but set by Congress. Judges in the U.S. are required to base their sentences on federal sentences guidelines, mandatory minimum sentences, laws, or both. In 1986, the U.S. Congress passed the Anti-Drug Abuse Act, which enacted new mandatory minimum sentences for drugs. People caught with five grams of crack cocaine were given jail sentences for five years without parole. The legislation was in response to the moral panic involving the crack cocaine epidemic of the 1980s. In 2010, Congress and President Obama eliminated the crack cocaine mandatory sentence with the passage of the Fair Sentencing Act. Opponents of mandatory minimum sentences argue that they often impose long prison terms on nonviolent criminals. Proponents argue that the sentences are designed to help judges punish drug cartels and those responsible for the country's drug epidemic. So then um, I, I do I do support mandatory minimum prison sentences. Yeah, this one was hard for me too, because it's like, I talked to my wife about it, and she's like, so you don't support it then? And I was like, but wait, maybe I do. I think I do. Because the, the idea, my thought was, if you do the crime, you do the time. And each prison or each person should be charged with something and, and do the time that they're told. But I also think that our prison system needs to change. Like I think drug users need help, not time. I think drug dealers are a different story because there's a different uh, sin to what they're doing. Like they're bringing a lot of others down into this, this extremely dangerous thing for money or for other reasons, power, whatever. Um, so I'm like, I think the prison needs to switch to a method of like helping people. Like you're here, you're not just here to sit, you're here to change and get better and become a productive member of society again and get off of drugs or whatever it is. So my wife was like, so really what we'd like prison to be is like a love and logic. Like <laughs> I'd be happy to let you out when you're willing to be a productive member of society and, and make changes to your life. Like when you, when you can prove that you're going to be safe. Um, but on the other side of those things of like, 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I guess sometimes I'm stuck in the mindset of if you did something wrong, you go to jail and you stay there. Tough luck. But on the other circumstances, side, I, I think I like to think of that as like the natural circumstances of this world. Yeah. But my more compassionate side says everyone deserves change. And honestly, for me, if someone were to hurt one of my kids, I would want them dead instantly. But if I were to get to know that person, they go, they were to get help and they were to change and they found Jesus and the life changed and they became like, not that Jason did any of this stuff, but they became like Jason where now all of a sudden he's this great guy, youth pastor, even though he had this, you know, stuff in his past, not that kind of stuff, but, um, you know, he became a totally different person and people look up to him. Like I, I, I want him to be one of like a godfather to my kids at this point. That's how amazing he is, you know? So I'm like, <clears throat> if I can promote that change in someone else and they do that, I'm fine with them coming out, you know, like I'm fine with them being a person and living life again. But if they don't make that change, I'm like, they should continue to be locked up so that they're not hurting people. <laughs> so I'm, I almost wonder if, what if we stopped doing prison sentences and started doing rehabilitation, like forced rehabilitation where it's like, you're in here, you sit or you, you stay or you rehabilitate and get out. Well, they have, no they have that option. Though. They, I, I thought they have that option for some people. Like when they go into the, the court, the judge will give them the option to do rehabilitation or just go to jail. Yeah. But see, that's the thing is, is the way it's set now is you can do the rehabilitation or jail, but I'm, I'm almost to the point of like, you stay in jail until you get rehabilitated. Like you don't get to come out until you're done. Like, like I do with my kids, you don't come out of the room until you're ready to make, make good on what you just did. You know, like if you want to just sit there and pout, go for it. Being here for five years, being here for 10 years, but you don't get to walk around and steal stuff from people. It's not okay. When you can, when you can find a way to, to get out of that lifestyle and we'll help you, then you can come out, you know, like that. It sounds weird and yeah, it sounds manipulative. Impossible. It's like <laughs> and, big brothery. Yeah, and very big brothery and very anti-American because it's it's taking people's rights and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just I, I wish there was a different path. So this one's hard for me because I'm like, I guess as a country, yeah, let's do minimum prison sentences, mandatory minimum prison sentences. Well, see, the thing is like. No, no, that's right. Okay, I think I'm going to land on this one as no. I don't think we should do mi minimum prison sentences because what if somebody changes and they prove it? They get, you know, 10 years for fraud and then they get in there and they prove they're a member of society again and they're like, all right, it's been five years, you can come out. But because it's a mandatory prison sentence, they mm -hmm. have to stay in for the 10. So that's where I'm like, mm, I think a judge should be able to make that decision and people should be able to make that decision. Right. Uh every case isn't the same that's exactly point. all right should non-violent prisoners be released from jail in order to reduce overcrowding should non-violent prisoners yes i like that <clears throat> okay as long as we define what non-violent means because when uh, when california voted on this non-violent included rapists and uh child molesters and certain things that i would consider violent but because it wasn't a physical punch in the face or something like that it wasn't considered violent it was considered sexual so i'm like um yeah no rape is violent to me so i'm i'm not so it, it just depends on the definition of violence <laughs> uh, to me non-violent is like a drug yeah. user <laughs> violence also uh, included emotional uh, and psychological abuse. Okay, this question, oh wait. All right, science issues. Do you support the use of nuclear energy? I said no, and no, I don't care. 
<laughs> all right, we'll move on from that one because you don't care. I, I honestly don't care about a lot of these questions. There has not been a question on here that I've cared nuclear, about. Nuclear. The thing about nuclear energy is it's supposed to be much greener unless it explodes. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> if the nuclear power plant explodes, but how many nuclear plants have ever exploded? Like one, the one in Chernobyl. And then the ones in Japan after the earthquake hit or something like that. It's like two. But even still, like, the impact from the nuclear energy deaths and injuries is still less than coal So every year. So it's like, mm, sure, the I support risk. it. The risk. Until, until someone can prove to me that the risks – um, don't outweigh the benefits, then I'll support Should it. the government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? No. I said I'm no. I don't yeah, like I don't the government forcing us to make decisions. I agree Should with vaccinating. Should be recorded, required to label genetically? You be, wait, what? You agree with I vaccinations? Said, no, I was saying I think you should be vaccinated, but I don't think the government should require it. Yeah. That's just, it's very big you know. brothery. Should yeah. producers be required to label genetically engineered foods? No, I don't care about that. I also GMOs. Okay, bro, let me let me tell you something about GMOs. Wait, hold on. No, I'm thinking of BPAs, but it's it's still like G, G, It's pretty much GMOs. Like so, you know, like BPA bottles and stuff. When do they say BPA free? Uh, BPA is a chemical they use to treat right. plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has but, been linked to causing cancer. Right, but BP like there's also CPA and APA like th they just they just switch the chemicals. It's GMO. I think GMOs are like adding growth hormones to your cows genetically. Yeah, it. GMOs are genetically modified something, right? And my thing with so that there isn't there is isn't that, any studies currently that show gmos have any effect but there are uh people who are like oh i don't care that your studies don't show it it's, it causes a bad effect because i think it does and i think your studies don't count because they were done by you so you could just be lying which is a good point but there still isn't any studies that have shown that they're bad so i'm like okay so do the studies yourself prove that they're bad and then let us know yeah well my thing though with gmos uh, yeah, I, I know, I know that, but I think from the other perspective, like why people don't like GMOs is the way that like living things are being, uh, treated because of GMOs. Altered and treated. Yeah. But here's my thing though. If I could create one cow that produces the meat of 10 cows, then I don't have to have 10 cows. Right. But that 10th cow is miserable until it dies. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, wouldn't that be better for the environment to not have 10 cows compared to one? Well, so instead of having 10 billion cows, we have 1 billion cows. That's a huge, significant difference. A good life until it dies, a healthy life. Why does, it, why does a genetically altered cow not have to have a good life? Though? Why can't it roam freely? Because and, it's being manipulated and controlled like Big Brother would to but it's it not an animal. No, it's they genetically alter the, the DNA structure. Like, Look at a picture of a genetically modified chicken. And okay, you tell cool. me if that chicken is happy, all right? Genetically modified chicken. Looks like a chicken. Sorry, all the pictures that showed up look like chickens to me. Chicken. Okay, should except the for this, except except for this fake one where the chicken has like 10 legs. Well, of course it looks fine to you because you're used to looking at chickens genetically modified, okay? Okay. <laughs> Should they oh, here we go. Genetically modified chicken versus regular chicken. Should the government increase or decrease military spending? I said neither. I'm satisfied. And I also don't care about this question. Do you want to just well, go through all the that? questions that I care about? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can talk to you and get you to care about it should the government increase military spending is that the one you're on i'm on yeah i'm satisfied i'm yeah i'm satisfied with how much you spend right. I mean, okay whatever. should the u.s exchange from syria yes i don't care only after extensive background checks yeah that's how i feel too 
should foreign terrorism suspect that be given constitutional rights? I said no, they're not U.S. citizens. Should foreign terrorism suspects be given constitutional rights? Uh, yeah. Suspects. Oh, I didn't see the suspects keyword. No, totally. Suspects. You're sus- if you are suspected of terrorism, suddenly you have to give up your constitutional rights? Heck no to that. Give them the rights. Give them a fair trial. Give them, a, like, once we find out they're terrorists, then string them up or whatever you're going to do. Figuratively speaking, not literally speaking. Okay. Should the Electoral College be abolished? No, absolutely not. 100% no. I said yes. Screw voting. You know, we need to be clear. Do you know, I, do you know what the Electoral College is for? Dude, I don't care anymore. I used to I used to know. It gives it gives minorities a voice. That is true. Because minority vote is uh, 51% wins. Electoral College is the majority of the states have to agree. The majority of an area has to agree. So um, rural Reading, rural Reading has as much power as San Francisco because we're equally unified. Like Re- Reading can make its votes for itself, and San Francisco can make a vote for itself. But because San Francisco has three million people in it, and Reading has ninety thousand, with no electoral college, San Francisco makes all the laws, and we have nothing. We have no say. But with the electoral college, Reading can make its own laws and be able to say, like, well, hold on a second. We need guns because we have bears that attack us in the woods at night. Or San Francisco. You don't want guns in the middle of San Francisco because it'd be crazy. <laughs> There's too many people there. So you, you can't have a, a large group of people making decisions for everybody. You have to have minorities have a voice. And so the Electoral College does that. So abolishing it is just people who don't understand it. They, they're mad because Trump became president because Hillary Clinton got more votes than he did. That That's all that is. That's the only reason why that's a thing. I still said yes. Like, oh my gosh, this test is really making me see how much I don't like politics. <laughs> <laughs> should photo ID be required to vote? Sure, I don't care. I don't care. Um, should foreigners currently residing in the United States have the right to vote? I said no, because immigration. Yeah, because they're foreigners. They're not part of America. Should the U.S. Part- build a wall? I don't care. I feel like actually it's stupid. I honestly think it's stupid. No, I don't. Actually, I think there's a sense to it, but it's like, to me, it's like, do you want to protect our borders with a wall or do you want to protect our borders a different way? And if you want to do yeah. a wall, then okay, we'll do it with a wall. Yeah, but, I think our borders should be protected. But have you, ever watched, have you ever watched Adam Ruins Everything? Yes, you know and is? he's wrong on a lot of stuff on that one. But did you hear? He, he did you, some pretty did you watch out. the one he talked about the wall yes. with? Yeah, I totally did. But here's the thing. I also watched uh, the uh, debunking of Adam does ruins everything on the wall and where they went over all the stuff that he was wrong about and all the stuff that he was just spouting left wing um, stuff. Um, yes, people can fly over a wall. No, no crap. You can easily get into the country. What the wall does, though, is it stops the foot traffic and prevents a lot of things. So like the wall doesn't stop people from getting into America. What it does is it prevents people from getting in quickly so that the border control can actually get to where they are in time to stop them, arrest them, and make sure what's happening is legal, safe, and taken care of. If there are issues with how border control is taking care of and treating people, that I understand. Building the wall, whatever. Build the wall. I don't care. Oh, man. Put surveillance on it. You talking sure that about politics just makes me not like politics more. <laughs> like I like talking about like the stuff I like talking about when it comes to politics is political theory and this is not political theory. This is just like this is just not fun. This is not fun for me. It doesn't make me think. It just makes me like okay, yeah, whatever. Mm. Cuz my ideas are already fleshed out and I'm just telling you what they are. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that exactly. Yeah. I'm more of like I like abstract. I like wandering. I don't like yeah, and straighten it. Well, that's that. that's because this is just a this is just a quiz, and we're answering questions and giving our opinions. So that's why it's not really creative. I don't have abstract. opinions though. Like I've only seen two. There's only been two questions where I'm like, yeah, that's important to me. Yeah, <laughs> and even then, I don't even think that I don't even think that they're that important to me. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's how I feel too. I'm like, I you like, man, if you'd have done this with me like a month ago, I'd been really passionate about all these answers, but now I'm just like. 
I have all these thoughts and opinions on it, but I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. I don't really want to do this anymore. Um, hold on. Prob's the only one. <laughs> like I had, I have all these opinions because I developed them in my past, but now I'm just like, who cares if there's a wall? Who cares if we have open borders? Who cares if people come in? Like our world's going to be crazy or it's not like I can provide, I don't know. I, my opinion's being shifted radically right now, so I don't I don't really know what, what Really? Your opinion's being shifted radically? My opinion here, Yeah. Um my opinions are never gonna change. No, I'm just kidding, they always change. <laughs> no, uh, what I mean by that is like I got subsidized. Like I, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I'm just saying like I used to be so engrossed in politics and the opinions really, really mattered and like I started hating people who didn't agree with me and I realized like, oh my gosh, you know what really matters? what Jesus thinks exactly and none of this stuff matters at all and like I don't have as big of an effect as I think I did all I did was alienate people push people away now I've got like instead of having like 50 friends on Facebook that are constantly responding to things I've got like four or five so because they probably all muted me because I was so impassionate about things and i thought i was like oh i'm such a good arguer because i'm nice and i can see people's point of views and blah 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 blah. but then i'm like you know what you know what i wasn't doing i wasn't talking about jesus <laughs> my job is to talk about jesus not about politics mm-hmm. and and I, so like my my viewpoint's kind of shifting from like gosh i put way too much energy into this i like i could sit here and argue about every single one of these issues on here for 20 minutes and but then i'm like as we're going through this with you, I'm just like, gosh, I really don't, I really don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> well, then don't talk about. It. Let's get over. It. I want this. I want to stop <laughs> taking this test already. I just realized how much I hate it. Okay, let's just go through the. Do you want to just finish it so you can see what it gives you, or do uh, you want to just quit and then we can do a different podcast later about something else? I don't even know. I don't even know what this is anymore. <laughs> Our podcast just fell apart. <laughs> Our podcast, no. <laughs> because of my distaste <laughs> towards politics which is probably healthy <laughs> you have, have a healthy distaste towards politics i have a healthy distaste toward politics i am i love i love people not things i'm sorry have you ever should we go ahead should we re should we uh start over and re-record and do a, po- a podcast on something totally different no i'm, I'm still gonna put this on oh. okay should illegal immigrants have access to government subsidized health care? I don't know what this <laughs> If anyone is. got this far in the in the podcast, I'm crazy. Just but, ignore me. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Can I say no? Where are you at now? I lost my place. Should the illegal immigrants have access to government subsidized health care? If they pay taxes? Sure. That's how I feel. I'm like the only reason you shouldn't get access to healthcare is if you're not paying for it. So mm-hmm. if you're paying taxes, I don't care if you get access to what we're already providing our citizens. If you're a legal citizen, I don't care. If you're a, a legal immigrant, if you just walk, sneak into our country and you're like, I don't want free healthcare. Nah, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> oh, okay. Come in, come in legally and we'll give you healthcare. That's fine. Come in legally. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about that though. Like if, if someone comes in our country illegally, uh, we should just find out why. And if they're a safe person, then let's just get them on the path. Like, hey, here's what you need to do to become legal. If you felt like you had to come here legal- illegally, you were lied to. Here's the legal path. Let me help you get on the right path and make them a citizen. Like, I don't understand how that process works and why that's not already a thing that's happening. So, I mean, if we find out you're a terrorist or a bad person or gang member from El Salvador, MS-13, or whatever, then yeah, sure, deport them, but everyone else is welcome, right? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get why that's an issue. I feel like it's all politics. It's a, it's a whipping stick. Politics are dumb. Politics are, <laughs> honestly, sometimes I feel like politics is just a, is just a, a, uh, a structure that helps people be in control of people. Al-Qaeda without a congressional approval. Should the president be able to authorize military force against Al-Qaeda without congressional approval? Isn't that his job? His job is to, like, authorize military force. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I think what they're saying though, because um, presidents have made some pretty sketch decisions, and uh, people are mad that Trump gets to do that, and so they're trying to take away his power to do that. But I'm like, if you take away Trump's power, don't you also take away your power when you get back in office? Or are you just thinking you'll just repeal that when that comes around again? You're right, exactly. I don't understand. That, like, don't you want him to have the capability to make those things quick? Because in military, you have to make decisive decisions. You can't just sit on something for a long time. I'm just and the whole point of our. Test. You just keep. I talking. think the whole point of our Medicare people or Medicare. I don't know. Why I said that. And the whole point of the Congress is to make like it slower. Go off. What? Weird. I have an alarm that just went off on my phone that's titled Go Off. Go off on Sarah. <laughs> I must have tried to set an alarm earlier and it didn't hear me right or something. Should the government increase spending on public transportation? No. Where are you? I'm a uh, so, domestic policy issues. You already took the test, though, so this is really just mine. Yeah. This is my thing. Why are you taking it again? Immigration, national security, transportation, domestic policy issues. Here you go. Should there um, be more restrictions on the current process of purchasing a gun? Yes. <laughs> this is where I'm crazy. I think there should be no restrictions on any guns whatsoever. Okay. Well, I don't want to get into that discussion. <laughs> I'm just gonna get more bored. Honestly, I'll get more yeah. bored. You're just gonna tell me something like I I don't care. <laughs> I just want all, I just want all the guns. <laughs> I want to be able to sit down and shoot a Gatling gun. Should teachers be allowed to carry guns at school? That's okay. So I'm actually taking as a teacher. I'm taking um I'm taking training on like the the importance of making your kids feel safe. And so like, if you're a kid, if you're a teacher and you hold a gun, do you think your kid's gonna feel safe? You know, like being in a safe learning it, environment? I think it depends on the kids and they, how they were trained and taught. Okay. Because back in the, did you know in the 60s and 70s, they had yeah, gun classes right. in school. White people are obviously so familiar with guns. Well, no, not white being people. Like, I think, no, like in the 60s and 70s, they had guns in schools. Like it was a normal thing. Like people were just like, yeah, it's shooting class. Yeah, but like, we're, no we're in the 2000s now, bro. You can like, come on. Yeah. The only reason people are scared of it, though, is because gun lobbyists who are against guns have been making them look evil and scary and demonized. So that's where I'm like, people are scared of it because they're uneducated about it. Marijuana in the 1960s. If they did have guns, I'd say they have to be concealed. Like, no one should ever know that you have a gun on you. Like, no teacher should ever show a firearm to a student. They yeah. sh the kids should not know that they have one. Even they should the be trained right away. Is like, even though it's law, hypothetically, for teachers to have guns, a student wouldn't know? No, no I'm just saying, yeah. Like, the, <sighs> the student should not know who's carrying a gun. It shouldn't be... Like they like, but it says should be, teachers. Should be it says teachers, not like a teacher. Te I, I don't think every teacher. Oh, should have it guns. says should Absolutely. okay be allowed to. I thought it says required yeah. to. I think that the school should allow a certain number of teachers to have a gun. The ones that want to, who are trained, and there should be there should if they were going to allow it in their school. I think each school should make their own individual decision. Um, and I think that if they allow it, then they should uh, have consistent training for those teachers every month so that they know that they're fully competent and aware. And that if, if a teacher does not, or if a person teacher, security guard, whatever does not show hundred percent competency with a weapon, they should not be carrying it in school. Okay. And they should be trained for crisis situations. So, and then it should also only be concealed. So like a student walking into a room shouldn't, the teacher shouldn't have a, a gun like hanging off their hip and being like, look at my gun. If they ever pulled it out in school for any reason, that wasn't like an emergency, like a shooter or something like that. They, yeah, that, that's a problem. Okay. But like, if you go to school and you never see that anyone ever has a gun, why do you care? But you know, they've got them. So you know, you're safe. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, though. I mean, other people, other people probably don't do it, and no, who cares? Yeah. 
Then again, also, if I'm a teacher and no one ever knows I have a gun, then how do they ever stop me? You can't stop me! (laughs) Should victims of gun violence be allowed to sue firearm dealers? No. Increase funding of health care for low-income. Dude, I, I... the more I take this quiz, the more I'm like, I don't, I, why am I taking this? I thought I was really excited to take it too. Yeah, no, you're excited. I thought you'd enjoy it. <laughs> nope. Not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not enjoying this at all. Uh, well, that's how, how do we make this enjoyable for you then? Because you <laughs> like talking about philosophy around politics, right? Like, exactly. Explain, explain to me how talking about philosophy of politics is different than talking about the philosophy of each one of these questions. Uh, I just feel like it's straight and narrow. I don't know because it's not—it's not really talking about in, the individual. I guess I'm more is into it, the individual than I don't know. Okay, don't know so why. is it maybe I'm not in a politics it, mood? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe because I'm gonna say, are you not? Maybe you're not making it individual. Maybe you're not making it philosophical. Maybe you're making it to cut and dry answer the questions yes or no. Maybe you should make it more philosophical. Like uh, maybe I don't want to think. Yeah. Are you still playing Minecraft? No, I'm not playing Minecraft. I'm streaming. Oh, I was gonna say, what what's the difference from streaming and, and not playing it? Are you just standing there? Uh, I just have the political quiz on here, and I'm talking. <laughs> so your character is just standing there, basically. <laughs> no, no, my stream just has my political the political test on here. Oh, I see. Because I was gonna say, if you're. Uh... Maybe what maybe your problem is that your 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 mind's in two different places. That's probably what it is. My mind is in two different places. Oh my gosh! I just realized I'm expecting a call soon. Crap. Okay, well I'll just do that one other day. All right, I want to finish this. Should the federal government increase funding of health care for low-income individuals? Yes. Do you support a single player? Uh, I mean, yes. But do you support a single payer healthcare system? No, I don't even know what that is. Let me see what that is real quick. Single player is a system where citizens pay the government to provide core healthcare services for all residents under this system. Yeah, it's universal. It's another way of saying universal healthcare. Oh, I see. You don't get. You don't get to have. Do you support taxes for the rich in order to reduce interest rates for student loans? I don't know. Should the federal government pay their for tuition at four-year colleges? No. Should the federal government fund universal preschool? Like no. Economic issues. Should the U.S. raise? I mean, I, I don't even think that's relevant. Should the U.S. raise taxes on the rich? No. Should the government raise the federal minimum wage? No. So on all these, I put other stances. <laughs> you support a universal basic income program. Hell no. Not in a million years. Should the, the universal basic income program is the government just giving you $1,000 a month for no reason. And it feels like, <laughs> like communism. Should the government continue to fund <laughs> Planned Parenthood? No. I don't know about It's a that. private company. I don't think the government should, should oh. pick and choose which private companies they fund. I don't even care about the abortion issue. I just don't think they should be funding Planned Parenthood. What is your stance on abortion? Pro-life. I also oppose abortion for the victims of rape and incest. I I am pro-life, but I also Uh, am in favor of this one is really hard. The mother's health and stuff. I don't like this question. I hate. I hate. The abortion stance. I, I don't want to make a decision. Why? Why do you hate the stance? Uh, I don't like you, because it. you I don't, don't you don't understand it, enough about it, or that it's it's more like because it causes too much division. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I hate that it causes division, and I don't want to be a part of a decision that. There it is. That's it. That's why you hate politics. Politics. <laughs> causes division exactly why i love politics because i want to understand the division so that i can put more sense to it and then and then create peace so what would have been better of of this is instead of answering questions about what you think would have been what are the two sides of the issues on these situations probably should gender identity added this might have been better if you got someone who answered like i did 
and someone who answered the I opposite of him, and then the two of us debated. I, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. That probably would have been better. That would have been great. I would have loved. I need. I need that. That needs to happen. I mentioned Christian on my stream, and I had three people leave my stream. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Should gender identity be added to anti-discrimination laws? Um, I don't see why not. I mean, if, if you're if you're attacking someone based on them thinking they're a girl or thinking they're a boy or like, and you don't agree with them thinking that way, then that's that's wrong. Like, you can't just attack someone because of what they believe. That's discrimination. So I'd say that's a discrimination. I mean, I guess there's a case if you want to argue that anti-discrimination laws are bad in general. Is it discrimination though? Is it? But discriminate is yeah, it is. If well, you if, if you're attacking someone, going I, I guess you have to you have to define the term. God, that's the problem I have with this. There's no definition of the term. Yeah. Right. Because discrimination, like if you say, I don't believe that science supports that someone believing they're a woman makes them a woman. Um. If if you say I believe that just believing you're a woman means you're a woman because that's how you feel and being a woman is a construct of our minds, not a physical thing, and therefore you can be a male and have female body parts. Then I'm like, but you just said female body parts. <laughs> so, but I I don't know. I'm like to to believe something and think of it scientifically and not offensively. Like I don't think anything less of someone for that. That that's one thing. But if I'm say you deserve to go to hell because you are a gender queer and I'm going to beat you up now because you're a piece of crap because you believe blah, 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 blah. That's discrimination. That's you're, you're thinking less and treating someone less than you would someone else because of their views and values. But me just saying like, I don't think science backs up the idea that thinking you're a woman makes you a woman. I think that science backs up the idea that there's male and female and it's not offensive to be male or female. And <laughs> being thinking feeling like you fit in with the gender norms of what a female is that's fine like let's call it that though let's not say you are a female you're you're you have male body parts and you feel like you fit in with female gender norms like i don't understand why that's so wrong to say that way like i don't, I don't get that but that's i feel like that's technically what they're doing is i'm a i feel like a woman so i am a woman but what you're really saying is what I feel like means woman is what woman is. And that's not really, which it's funny because that same side then argues that same thing that there's no such thing as male and female, except for when I say I'm female, then all the things that make me female are what female is. Your truth is your truth. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. So it's like, okay, why can't we just come up with a truth and then you just can fit in with it or not? <laughs> like, there are female body parts and male body parts. There are people who are born with, with, um, with different chromosomes than X and Y or X and X. That's true. That's a, that's a real thing that happens. It's extremely, extraordinarily rare. Most right. transgender people are just people who, well, maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm okay. getting into the valley of, I don't know what the heck I'm saying anymore. My, um, my results came through. Do you want to see, you want to hear them? Yeah. All right, from my top three, my I'm fifty four percent Republican. Okay. And I'm a seventy percent um, constitutionalist. Yeah, that's what that was my highest one too, constitutionalist. And I'm seventy seven percent libertarian. Yeah, I was high on that one too. I got really high. I got higher on Republican than I thought I would, but. I got constitutional Republican and libertarian as my top three. <laughs> I scored a one for Democrat. I thought I'd score a little higher on Democrat, but I scored a 1%. 1% Democrat, 1% socialist. <laughs> Very little in me. It was that. Okay, so this political test wasn't fun. Our next podcast needs to be more fun. Oh my gosh. The expectations are so high for you. 
For me? Yes. The next one now has to be like amazing. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be amazing. It just has to be not about politics. <laughs> 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 Let's just make sure our next conversation doesn't evolve into politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Bailey. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. I was like, I talked to Bailey the other night and he was like, I enjoyed your thing until you started talking about politics and then I turned it off because I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, he said that on my on our uh, episode recording. <laughs> he talked about So Bailey, don't watch that's this should be in your title. Bailey, don't watch this one. It's literally <laughs> only about politics and it's really dumb and annoying. And if you listened all the way this far, then kudos to you for sh- struggling through it. Especially since I'm, I'm at this point right now where, like, my mind is changing about how I feel about stuff. So I'm like, what? I say these things, but then again, do I really feel that way? I don't even know anymore. I don't, <laughs> feel about- I don't want to care about this anymore. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Let's talk about Jesus. We, You know, let, I want to talk about the the think, the think Bible Thinker app that I do. We should listen to one of his podcasts and then talk about it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's listen to it in advance, though, and then just kind of we can talk about or listen to like a couple of them and then talk about that. Cause that, that's to me, honestly, that's far more interesting than politics. Absolutely. At this point. He has, he has ones that are on like, um, on like Mormonism and Catholicism. I like those actually. Did you listen to those ones? Mm-hmm. Those ones are really good. The one on Catholicism blew my mind. Like I had no idea a lot of that stuff. I was just like, yeah, Catholics are Christian. They believe that everything the same I do, except for you have to like do weird stuff at church. Except. <laughs> and then I was listening to that and I was like, oh, oh, really? What? No, that's not true. And then I like look, stuff, look up the stuff and everything I found supported what he said. And I was like, holy cow, that's crazy. Although one thing I really like about his Jehovah's Witness one is it's, it's done in a way that helps us to actually minister to people who are Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, Come follow the real Jesus. <laughs> you're you're being tricked into the wrong one, there, buddy. He did a recent one too. It was really good. It was like two hours long though. Oh man. I, uh, is it bad if I'm not proud of our podcast this time because it's all about politics <laughs> and I don't want you to post it? <laughs> you don't want to post it? because <laughs> no, it's all about politics. <laughs> well, that's the and whole we, point. We didn't even we didn't even like really talk about the quiz. We we started it and then we were like, "This is frustrating and dumb," and then we stopped. It almost feels like a pointless thing. Uh, that's the point of my podcast, though. I wanna I wanna post conversations. I don't want to like. I don't want to, okay. right. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to like mi- present an episode that's all pretty and nice looking. I just want to yeah. present well, yeah, a conversation. Yeah. Then people looking at this, if they actually like, if you actually get a following, they can follow along with me and my weird changes in my own mind too. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, wow, I watched this really bad episode with Brandon that he was ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the middle of changing politics and they decided to do a podcast that was all about politics <laughs> and they're both like this is so dumb why are we doing this <laughs> um, dumb, but we should just we should just go through Facebook our Facebook feed and then talk about the posts we have that'd be funny the first one I get is the the thing on that new Netflix show cuties what? What, what? Have you heard about that? What about it? Um, basically, it's about the the description is Amy eleven becomes fascinated with a eleven years old becomes fascinated with a twerking dance crew, hoping to join the team. She starts to explore her femininity, defying her family's tradition. It is a show about eleven year olds who do twerking competitions. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, talk about like a pedophile show. A pedophile show. I didn't even think it was a pedophile show. It's eleven-year-old girls twerking. The whole thing of twerking <laughs> is that you're gyrating your hips and like 
a sexual motion. That's the whole thing of the of the twerking. And it's called cuties. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah, that sounds like um, yeah. Netflix really does that though. They like they sexual like. They very... actually apologized. Did they really? That's yeah, they said we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used. The oh, magnoinsy cuties was it was not okay, nor was it representative of this or nor was it representative of this French film, which won an award at Sundance. We've now updated the pictures and description. Wow. Apparently, apparently the, the old description was even worse than this one. Apparently though, I read some people's responses uh-huh. and they said basically that it wasn't glorifying this. It was trying to say how bad like show moms are that they let their kids do this. Um, but the original description was that they came from the, it's a white girl who lived in Africa and she, or no, maybe they're African. I can't remember. Anyways, they came from Africa. That was all I remember. <laughs> they came from Africa and she wanted to join this, um, the sexy dancing crew. And it was against her conservative parents wishes and they didn't want anything to do with it, but she rebelled against them to fight for, femininity and and something something or something like that that was the original description okay so i was like wait what so she she <laughs> turned into a basically a stripper for to go against her evil conservative parents like i was like what so stuff is coming out though like some people who actually watched it are like actually it's it's doing the opposite it's trying to say how dumb this is and i'm like i don't care don't make a movie with 11 year olds working <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> okay with me. Xana just posted it. She put, kill this right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. It's so weird. That is weird. That's so weird. Before calculators, people used and and what? the n-word before calculators people used in oh oh that's abbas abbas abacus abacus abba that's the name of the band abba and then kiss abacus abacus it's a picture of, of the band abba and the band kiss before calculators, people use an abacus. Hey, so uh, are you gonna be free to play? Uh, tonight probably. I'm I'm with my kids, so I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hop on or not. But I'll let you know if I do. Maybe I hop on with Eli or something later. But my problem with hopping in with Eli is, are you guys? You're keeping it free for people to talk however they want to, right? Um. Because if we play with Eli, it needs to be G during that time frame. Well, I mean. I don't want. You can just listen to us through Discord, and Eli will just like that's the thing. You can just like mute. You can mute us, or you can just like listen to us on Discord while Eli plays. Like it's gonna be because we're our <clears throat> our comms are gonna be through Discord. It's not gonna be on the game. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see how I feel about it at the time, and how Sarah feels about it. I have to just kind of. But she, it'll, it'll be completely yeah. censored because he's not going to be like... Yeah, but he's not going to be able to hear you guys. It'll just be like him playing on his own. So that's a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, he's it's just playing the game, basically. Like, he might as well just play the game. Like, what's the point of him joining? He's playing with plus us. I, plus, I can't really say what I want to say. <laughs> if you guys make a joke and I want to respond, I can't because I don't want everyone to hear it. I see. What is that? That's your problem. Not because it's bad, just it's not rated G. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me. I'll. I'll let you know if I'm gonna hop on. And I'll. I'll try. Okay. I want to. I'll. But I'll see what I can do. All right. You're playing until nine o'clock tonight. Yep. And it's already. Okay. I have six hours left. Okay. Oh wait, no, wait. Sorry. That's uh. I have nine hours left because it's twelve o'clock here. Yeah, I forgot. It's. Yeah. 12 for me and 19 for you guys. I definitely can hop on for a little bit tonight for sure after they go to bed. But that's like right when they go to bed at 8 o'clock. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, I've been in my room all morning 
and avo- not avoiding my family, but away from my family. Uh, so I should probably get going and go hang out with them. All right. Well, it was fun. I love you. It was fun? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we weren't having fun. No, I mean, I wasn't having conversation, but <laughs> I was having fun enjoying you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Bye. Oh, dude, you know what? I just This is what I was going to tell you earlier. I was going to say the people who run Trump's advertising need to learn what uh, what uh, f- advertising fatigue is. Like I went on their website and made the mistake of giving them my email address. And now, seriously, I get 12 a day in my email inbox, 12 Whoa. a day that say, Lord Trump, the president isn't wants your input. Official Trump campaign store. Vote Trump. Donald Trump. Radical socialists. We crushed them last month. Uh, Biden is an idiot. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, come on, dude. So now I'm like, I'm trying to get rid of all this stuff in my email. 700% match to fight back. 700% is not a real thing. <laughs> you can only have 100% of something. Anyways. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Well, enjoy your time with your family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much when people do that. Like, give 110%. I'm like, you literally can't give 110%. Oh, my gosh. It's wow. not a thing. You can't do that. It's impossible. You're too much. You're too much. <laughs> I, like, you, but the, you can go over 100% if you're talking about, like, number of things. So, like, I have one. Now I have four. So I have 200% more than I had before. Or four hundred percent, whatever. Like, like that works. But like, you can't. But I still have a hundred percent of what I have. Like, I can't have. I've got a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent of this fan. Like that. What? I, I can't give a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent to you. Like, I, if I gave you a hundred ten percent, that is my hundred percent. Like, I can't literally give you more than I can give. I hate that phrase. <laughs> okay. All right, man. I'll talk All to you later. Later. <laughs> Bye. Well, that is the end of this episode. I'm, uh, I'm glad you listened through. Like, you are a trooper. This is a really, really hard episode. I just, just not, not a fan of it. Not a fan. My friend Brandon isn't a fan of it. So, if you listened, or if you choose not to listen to any of mine anymore, I'm sorry. I'm just really sorry. Anyways. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in.